Hi, it's Lisa. Welcome back to The Healing Path, a podcast created to connect our broken hearts as we take away the stigma of telling the truth about grief. After two decades of grieving the profound losses of two of my children, it finally occurred to me that I could choose to end the struggle. All the work over the years of trying to shield myself and those around me from my raw, unbridled pain hadn't gotten me anywhere but right here. Right here, smack in the middle of the relentless struggle. I spent years yearning, reading, journaling, meditating, coaching and in therapy and in prayer, trying to achieve some state of quote unquote feeling better. What I now know is feeling better was never a worthy goal. Looking back, I wish someone had told me that my job wasn't to feel better, but rather to create a life around the massive craters in my heart that would never again move or be filled. Finally, a goal I could work with. So I created the healing path to share this message that we can share our experiences and our compassion on our journeys as we shift our energy from covering up our scars and instead wearing them as the medals of honor that they in fact are. So thank you for joining this episode of The Healing Path. Today, I'm chatting about my post on a Tara Brock um, five-part meditative talk that I was lucky enough to locate on the Calm app. Her talk called Radical Self-Compassion led to my post, which is entitled, Let's Have Tea, that's for today. I've written about different lessons that I've lived from Tara Brock. She's local to my geography, so I've had many opportunities to attend her talks in person. And she is a wonderful teacher on uh, radical, one of her books, actually, Radical Acceptance, Radical Self-Compassion. I've posted um, different teachings that I've learned on the, on the blog as well. Um, but in the, in this five part talk entitled radical self-compassion, which is also the name of her newest book, she gets into one of the subjects that comes up a lot, which is the, the numbing subject, whatever our anesthesia of choice may be, we all have a go-to vice because we're human. So sometimes when I reach for mine, I'm panicked and anxious and it's obvious that I'm sort of self-medicating, um, but less obvious are the occasional fairy dustings of anesthesia, which aren't so apparent necessarily. We do sometimes um, partake in these kind of subconsciously. Um, they're little smaller things like uh, an unhealthy food choice or a second glass of wine or just another episode of whatever I'm currently binging on uh, Netflix. But these are more subtle ways that I check out of the current moment, even when I don't realize that I'm doing it. So as I listened to Tara speak about numbing, I didn't feel like there was a lot of new information at first. Again, this is a five-part series. So the first couple episodes didn't hear anything that was earth-shattering. But then I heard Tara's calm and steady voice pose a question that jumped out of my earbuds and planted itself into my consciousness. And that 
question is, what are you unwilling to feel? And I'm pausing and I'm repeating it. When we reach for anesthesia, what are we unwilling to feel? What are we checking out of? When she posed the question, Tara was describing kind of a self-sabotage hack, which is another thing we discussed, trying to create that pause between stimulus and response. So something happens that's uncomfortable. I reach for chocolate, say. So when I take the time to recognize that I have a choice, I might still dive into the chocolate dish (laughs) impulsively, but at least by asking myself, What am I unwilling to feel? I give myself an opportunity to recognize that I have a choice. And challenging ourselves on a choice that's less than optimal is a major step in the advancement of our own awakenings. It doesn't mean we'll be perfect and never go for the anesthesia or that we... um, are, are, yeah, are perfect, right? Because we're still human. But what it does is we now have the ability to acknowledge that we do have a choice. The very act of asking the question, what am I unwilling to feel, validates that I and only I have the power to take a particular action in that moment. Ideally, ideally in quotes, When we identify what we're unwilling to feel and allow it to be here, we won't need any more anesthesia. But the bad news is we won't ever be absolved of the innate work of identifying this as a worthy target. Mindfulness is a practice, not an achievement. So these are decisions and questions that we ask ourselves again and again, and we forget and we remember, and that's the practice. It teaches us to welcome all feelings just as they are. And as Tara and the Buddhist tradition both suggest, when Mara, that's M-A-R-A, a Sanskrit word meaning demon, when Mara is lurking about, instead of worrying about it and resisting it, take a pause and simply say, I see you, Mara. Let's have tea. So the reference to let's have tea is to invite and welcome everything back to equanimity, allowing everything to be here, all the feelings, all of us, all of the experiences, just as they are. So that is the post. Again, highly recommending anything by Tara Brock, most recently her, her new book on radical self-compassion, There's a link in the post, and there are some links to some of the other posts that I have included in um, past blogs over this past year. So thank you for joining us for this episode of The Healing Path. And again, please visit lisamcfarland.com and post your comments. Uh, Check out some of the other posts on there. And also, please join us in our digital support community at scarstometals.com. That's S-C-A-R-S, the number two, medals, M-E-D-A-L-S.com, scars to medals.com. Stay present, stay grateful, and stay healing, and thanks for listening.